Welcome back, listeners. Because it is Jazz Appreciation Month, we thought we would break down a song for you today. Whether you call it I Got Rhythm or I've Got Rhythm, if you're feeling grammatical, we're talking about the same song by George and Ira Gershwin, a jazz standard that you probably all know and all love on some level. George Gershwin had his first major success with the song Swanee in 1919, with lyrics by Irving Caesar. Al Jolson decided to sing it in one of his shows after hearing Gershwin play it at a party. He composed his first major classical work, Rhapsody in Blue, which we all know and love, in 1924. I've Got Rhythm was originally written as a ballad for the musical Treasure Girl in 1928. It found another faster setting in the musical Girl Crazy. Ethel Merman sang the song in the original Broadway production, and Ginger Rogers starred alongside her. The song was finally published in 1930. The piece originally was penned in the key of D-flat major. The song melody uses four notes of the five-note pentatonic scale, first rising and then falling. Harmonically, the form follows a 1-6-2-5 progression in the A section and a 3-6-2-5 progression in the B section. The song's 32-bar A-A-B-A form is what really makes it special. As its alternative name implies, the song form consists of four sections. An 8-bar A section, a second 8-bar A section with slight changes from the first, an 8-bar B section, often with contrasting feel, and a final 8-bar A section. This was a musical breakthrough at the time and inspired jazz musicians everywhere. Swing and bebop musicians in particular loved this new formula. It was memorable and a perfect fit for truly creative improvisation. Additionally, the lack of melodic downbeats provided the syncopation that makes it so darn catchy. This form and progression, now referred to as rhythm changes, is now ubiquitous in the jazz community. Over time, other musicians listened to the song and composed new melodies over the chord changes, creating a composition known as contrafact. A jazz musician could claim copyright to the new melody rather than acknowledge Gershwin's inspiration or pay royalties to Gershwin's estate. The song appeared in the musical American in Paris with Gene Kelly in 1951. It also appeared in many popular movie soundtracks, including My Girl and Mr. Holland's Opus. Countless musicians have covered this song over the years. A few of the more interesting arrangements of the song include Beach Boys frontman Brian Wilson's version from the album Brian Wilson Reimagines Gershwin, Ethel Merman's 1979 disco version. I got music. I got my man who could ask for anything. Willie Nelson's country version. I got music. And I got my 
and The Happenings 1966 version. There are many more fabulous arrangements, so just hit up the Google machine and start listening. This song probably has a hundred applications for music therapists, but for today, we will be sharing a simple song rewrite to promote engagement, self-expression, and many more goals. Our very own Maggie has shared her lead sheet with us, which she believes she co-wrote in college with a friend, and you can find it in our show notes. The song is already built really well for instrument play. But depending on your client, they might need more specific cues and instruction to find a way to engage with the music. The lyrics have been rewritten to give a client specific ways they can play, as well as opportunities to choose a new way to play. You can change the name of the instrument in the song if you want to be specific, and you can come up with many more ways to play along. If the lead sheet does not work for your purposes, I could see this song working really well as an accompaniment for gait training. The chord progressions are fun and engaging even without the words. Additionally, you could use this song to promote movement by changing the lyrics to encourage different dance moves. For example, I love twirling or I love jumping cause it makes me feel so free. The possibilities are truly endless in the land of parodies. I hope this gets you feeling inspired to bring back this classic song and use it in your sessions. In the meantime, we're going to let you listen to Maggie's version at the end of this episode, as well as give you a list of a few other fun versions in the show notes. Have fun listening this weekend, and we'll see you next time. Okay, so I am sharing a song that I've used Um multiple times in multiple different ways that it's just kind of like my go-to drumming intervention for a lot of different populations, a lot of different folks. Um, This is a really old song. It's called I've Got Rhythm. You might have learned it in your practicum. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My jam. So I love this song. Um, It's very catchy, and it's just fun. Um, So I've used it a lot with kids and. Um, it's also good for the geriatric population as well, just because it is an older song and they'll probably know it. Um, but it's also super versatile and it works on some really good things like receptive listening and turn taking and like Kristen was saying, spatial awareness, high, low, loud, soft in the middle. Um, so yeah, uh, There's a lot of different ways that you can adapt this song, but this is just kind of how I do it uh, most of the time. Um, I will typically be playing guitar while the um, person on the other end will be playing the drum, and I can stop and model if they need. But um, yeah, here we go. Dr.
And this is where I might go in and say something like, We can play fast. We can play slow. section B um, and have them contribute some ideas of how to play and validate that by playing it on the guitar and saying, you know, because Kristen said so, that's why we're going to do it. Um, so yeah, that is just kind of my go-to intervention here. Um, you can hear my cat screaming in the background. He likes that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> that was groovy, Maggie. Yeah, it's just a fun little song that a lot of different folks can get down to. So I hope that you all can take it and adapt it as needed. Um, But yeah, thank you. Thank you. It makes me think of an extension that I used in my littles group just the other day. It was a different song where I gave the opportunity for someone to choose how we play after we'd done four or five different ways to play. And the kid looked at me like... I don't, I don't know what to do. I have no ideas, but they were, they were naturally resting the heels of their hands on their drum, just kind of shrugging their shoulders. And so I just said, oh, I noticed that you're resting the bottom of your hands on the drum. Maybe we can play with the bottoms of our hands. And he just looked at me like, okay. (laughs) And then started doing it. But it's kind of a fun opportunity when they don't contribute to help them notice what they're body's doing and then use that as the way to play the mm-hmm. drum even if it's extremely unusual mm-hmm. or something that they might think is a little bit weird but most people are game to try which is kind of the right. fun of it so for show notes and resources in today's episode and all episodes head to our website musictherapyandbeyond.com Reach out to us at musictherapyandbeyond at gmail.com and follow us on social media to stay up to date on all the content and announcements. We'll see you next time.